It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? The Wizards are hosting the Indiana Pacers on Friday night. This episode, we're going to talk about potential lineups, injury updates, and our keys to victory. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So, injury update. Corey Kispert is very close to returning it. They say he could return for Sunday's game against the Boston Celtics. But on the flip side, DeLon Wright, he is out of definitely, ESPN says, six to eight weeks. So, Ed, with these two injuries, with Kispert coming back and DeLon going out, what would your lineup look for or look look at going forward? It's tough, man. Um, just looking at the death chart, we only have two point guards really on the roster anyway. It was Monte, it's Monte Morris and DeLon Wright. Now DeLon Wright's gonna be out for six to eight weeks. He was what top five in steals, top ten in deflections. Um, he was our best defender on the team so far. I mean, he won the defensive belt. In one game, he's our best point of attack defender. So that's a huge loss, man. Out with that hamstring. And when the injury happened, too, I'll definitely answer the question, but when the injury happened, too, you could kind of see it was bad because those non-contact injuries when nobody's you know, around you, nobody hits you, kind of like football, too, when you, you're just running and then you just hear something pop or, you know, you just see somebody running in pain. Um, so you could just see. I, I kind of knew because Wes, Wes, he downplayed it. He was like, oh, he's going to be okay. I forgot what Wes said exactly, but he kind of just downplayed the injury. And you can see DeLon was in pain, man. You can see that this probably was going to be – um, a couple weeks, and it's going to be six to eight weeks. You know, Dominic, who we had on last night, he said the same thing. He was like, "Yeah, I think he's going to be out a couple weeks, unfortunately." So um, that came true. So that's that's a big loss, man. He's our best defender on the team, or, or so far through the first four. You could say him or Denny, but Delon, man, blocks too, man. He was getting steals, deflections, and blocks. Uh, but the rotation is tough. Um, you know, you you look without Kispert, it's Bradley Bill, the shooting guard spot, and then Johnny Davis is behind them. And then you, you, Will Barton plays shooting guard too. But now Will Barton will probably have to play some point guard. Bradley Bill may have to play some point guard. Denny might have to play some. Kuzma may have to play some point guard as well. Um, so it's it's tough. Um, you know, Anthony Gill he'll probably get more minutes too. Um, Johnny may have to play, or Jordan Goodwin may have to step in and play, or 
they may have to waive somebody and bring up Chris Dunn from the Capital City Go-Go because Chris Dunn is known for his defense. So I want to see them bring him up or give Jordan Goodwin minutes. So um, there's a definitely there's a lot of ways you can go with it, or they can try to sign a free agent point guard. They have to cut somebody first to do one or waive somebody from the roster. Um, so it's it's tough, man. I, I think we're going to see more Bradley Bill playing point guard, and I know Weston So Jr. wanted to make uh, Johnny Davis uncomfortable and play him at point guard. So. But at the same time, West just doesn't want to play Johnny either because Johnny barely played in the blowout win uh, against the Pistons. So uh, I, I think we're going to see more Will Barton playing point guard and Bradley Bill playing point guard. They may they may just do nine guys, and the rotation would just be Monte, Brad, Will, Denny, Rui, Kuz, Porzingis, and um, Gafford, and then maybe Anthony Gill. So that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight, nine guys, and then maybe maybe Jordan Goodwin would be that 10th guy in the rotation, but it's between Jordan and um, Johnny Davis. Yeah, that's a tough one because, you know, DeLon Wright was playing out of his mind. You know, defensively, he was just on point. He was as advertised. You know, he was just – he played well. He – man, it's tough because I want to say he was the MVP of the team for these first few games because he played so well on the defensive end. He's just – a really big integral part of this second unit so it's a big loss so there's a lot of options where we could go with this you know i see bradley bill maybe you know i I see west kind of staggering minutes and playing brad at the point for the second unit i can see that um maybe they give goodwin a look maybe they bring up chris dunn but i think you know i think they're going to handle this in-house i don't see us signing anybody i think it's going to be in-house options because you know yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's tough because we were just talking about how good the line was playing, and now he's out six to eight weeks. It's it's gonna be a big loss, but you know, with Corey coming back, I think it's gonna alleviate the pressure a little bit. You know, it's gonna give us, you know, I think that's good news him coming back. So yeah, it, it's a tough one, but I mean, looking at the options, like I said, good win. Uh playing Johnny Davis at the two, Brad running point. You know, I I just don't know. See, I don't know if I see them giving Johnny minutes. It's just he's just he's He's just not playing well. And is I don't know if he's just going to hit the switch one game and, and, you know, end up like a Disney movie. And also he's going to hit 30 points. I just don't see it. You know, <laughs> so I don't see Johnny getting playing time. I, I don't know. I could, but. Well, know, they could they could throw him out there. Just like, like I said, I think at the end of the first quarter, last two minutes, or just see what he can do in the last two minutes of the first quarter. Just let him get some run. If he plays well, give him some more playing time. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. But I think the most logical move going forward is probably stacking the minutes and playing Bradley Bill mm-hmm. at the point with the second unit. Cause you know, they did it last year. He showed he can do it. You know, as long as he's not dribbling the ball too much and causing turnovers, he can do the job. So like I said, with Kisper coming back, it's Kisper coming back is going to alleviate it, but you know, six to eight weeks without the line is going to be a hit. So, you know, next man up, got to keep it rolling. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I mean, Will Barton, he played point. He's played point throughout, not much, but he's capable of doing it. He's capable of bringing a ball up, initiating offense. We've seen that in, in the in the game against the Pistons where he had a good game. Uh, somewhat in the Bulls, in the Cleveland Cavaliers game where we came back, he was the guy who was initiating offense. So I could see him do it, doing that with the second unit. But like I said, they need to stagger the, the starter minutes anyway. So in, we talked about consolidation. Maybe some guys are just going to have to play longer minutes. Monte may have to play – I think he's playing like 20, 25 minutes a game right now or 22. Maybe he has to go up to like 30, 35 minutes. He's going to have yeah, to get more yeah. minutes. Somebody else may have to – Rui may have to give some more minutes. Now, he may not be playing point guard, but Rui may be getting just more minutes because 
they're just going to shorten the rotation. And maybe West may just go with eight or nine guys now um, that he really trusts. Um, and that's going to be tough. Uh, or like, like we brought up Jordan Goodwin, um, Chris Dunn, like I said, you can bring him up. A lot of people want to see Denny be a point forward off the bench. So all the, the Denny supporters that watch, maybe we can see him be, be a point forward and an initiator, not being a point guard, but just an initiator. So it's going to be a point, point guard by committee approach. Um, and defensively, somebody's going to have to step up. Somebody's going to have to step up defensively. That's, that's my biggest concern is the defensive side of the ball. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, before we even jump into keys of victory, you know, we kind of touched on real quick. Defense has to be the name of the game for this game. You know, with DeLon being out, leadership has to step up and really set by example. I want to see Brad get better defensively at this game. Uh, maybe even guarding the best player on the other team. That's what I want to see from him. You know, defensively, they have to get better. Transition defense, paint defense. Defensive communication has been poor. They have to step up. Because, like I said, other than Denny, you know, DeLon has been the best defensive player on this team. By easy margin. I mean, he's just the blocks, the steals, his presence has just been incredible. So um, we're going to jump into the potential Pacers lineup and who could give us headaches. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. How does it work? Pick two to five players, and if they go score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on air on any entry. I use it all the time. I'm going to use it Friday night on the game. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, oh, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operation in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on as sign up for an instant deposit to match up to $100. Prize Picks. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the sports that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on his app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So, E, going forward with this potential Pacers lineup. Now, as you know, Miles Turner will be playing. He didn't play the first time in Indiana, but he will be playing in the Capital One. 
obviously at point Halliburton and Buddy Hill at the two. Look, that, that backcourt, you can play. Uh, Neesmith, oh, well, they haven't been final with who's going to play the three. It's either Neesmith or Benedict Matherin, but Jalen Smith at the four. So looking at the starting lineup for the Pacers, who's going to give us the biggest headaches? And who would, who's the biggest matchup problem for you? Um, I would say Buddy Hill, he had a solid, he played okay. Uh, but I would say, I would say, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, um, especially with DeLon right not being there. Denny may have to guard him here and there because Denny had to guard Cade, and he, I thought he did a really good job against Cade. So you might have to see Denny guarding uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he had a good game the last time he played us last night against the Bulls. They, they lost 109 to 124. Uh, but Tyrese Halliburton had 17 points and 11 assists. Buddy Hill had 25 points, hit seven three pointers. Uh, Buddy Hill, he hit a couple threes against us last game. Benedict Matherin off the bench didn't shoot the ball well, but he had 15 points. Um, he gave us some trouble last game. Jalen Smith had a good game against us last last game. But Miles Turner, he had a rough game last night with four, five points, 0 for 4 from the three point line. Um, I like when Miles Turner settles for three pointers, and he's a big, he's a stretch big that he he does settle for for long range jumpers. Um, but Gaff is going to have to box him out. That's a guy that he's a more physical guy. Jalen Smith is a more more of a lean guy. Isaiah Jackson. Is more of a lean guy. Miles Turner is more of a one of those, you know, he's a bigger big man. Um, and Gaff usually struggles against guys who are just, you know, kind of bigger than him or way more than him and has a lot of the bigs in the league. So um that's 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 gonna be a, 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 a that's gonna be a challenge for Gaff. And I want to see him step up and do that. And I want to see Porzingis stay out of foul trouble this game too, because I know he got in foul trouble the last game too. So um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys I see on this list, man, that could give us trouble. Bennett Matherin, man, he's leading all rookies in points. Um, I love him coming out of, out of Arizona and, uh, of course, Tyrese Halliburton and of course, Buddy Hill and, and Jayla Smith too. So Isaiah Jackson brings a lot of energy too. So, um, they got some young guys that can go, man. I wouldn't sleep on these guys at all. Absolutely not. This is a young team who's hungry. Look, just like Detroit, you know, my expectations for these lower tier teams to the teams that are around our tier is I don't want to see us blow them out. Just like the Pistons, you know, if we're serious about contending with the Brooklyn's and the Milwaukee's and the Miami's of the league, you know, we want to play them closer, but with these teams like this, I'm expecting us to blow them out because, you know, that's what we got to do. We have to really handle these lower tier teams because there's a lot of young teams in the Eastern conference. You know, Detroit is a young team with a lot of talent. So us blowing them out was, was a sign for me. The same thing with Indiana, you know, miles Turner can cause headaches. So just like you said, Restricting him to the perimeter, making him shoot those threes, which he can't shoot, but he's not Ray Allen out there. So, you know, pushing to the perimeter is what we need to do. Um, Jalen Smith, you know, like you said, Merlin guy, you know, University of Maryland, you know, he he can shoot, you know, he can defend. Um, Benedict Matherin, I'm a big fan of him coming out of Arizona. I mean, he's a talent. I mean, he's he's gonna play. And then, of course, you know, um Halliburton Hill, that backcourt is young and they can shoot, they can play. Halliburton. He can play some ball. So, like you said, I think the point guard position is the, the point of emphasis for this game defensively. You know, Monte, he's got to rein in Halliburton, which is easier said than done. And, you know, the second unit, it doesn't get easier. You know, Duarte is a is a guy who can shoot. Um, like I, you didn't mentioned before. I didn't bring him up either. Yeah, he, he can play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you look at, uh, like you said, Isaiah Jackson. You know, hey. Don't forget who drafted Isaiah Jackson. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, he, he he can play. So this is, you know, we've been guilty in years past for kind of, you know, letting these lesser opponents kind of play harder. You know what I mean? Like harder than mm -hmm. you should. And I don't right. want to see us do that with this game because we tend to do that. 
you know, I want to say us blow this team out. We should blow Indiana out. But again, they're a young team. You don't want to take them lightly. You don't want to dismiss them because, you know, we can play on paper all the time, but you still got to play the game. So, you know, we still got to go out there and play the game. But we're going to slide on into our keys to victory. With this team on Friday, what are your keys to victory for the Washington Wizards? Yeah, um, don't forget this game is on ESPN. Uh, so this is one of our nationally televised games. I think we only have two national televised games and the other games on NBA TV. Just some numbers that I looked up to. Um, Indiana, they are their defensive rating. Right now, the Wizards are ranked sixth in defensive rating. The Pacers are ranked 27th, so they're not a good defensive team at all. Um, also, they are ranked third in pace, so they like to run. We've talked about pace a lot. We're ranked 23rd in pace, which is not good, but pace isn't everything. Um, and then fast break points, they're ranked third in fast break points. They get 20 fast break points a game. We're ranked 15th. So they, they like to run. They're young guys. Like you brought up Chris Duarte, Matherin, he likes to run. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he likes to push the pace. Isaiah Jackson likes to run and get lobs and alley-oops. Jalen Smith likes to get lobs and alley-oops. So they're a young team that likes to run. Um, so they got young legs and fresh legs, a lot of rookie guys and second year guys, third year guys that like to run. Um, so we got to get back on defense, transition defense, got to rebound the ball. Um, opponent, opponent points in the uh, opponent points, opponent points allowed in the paint per game. We're ranked first defensively. So we're doing a good job. We don't allow, we don't, we do not allow our opponents to score a lot in the paint. Uh, we're ranked first defensively only giving up 40. The Pacers are ranked third. We're ranked fourth in blocks per game, 7.3. Um, the Pacers are doing pretty good in that too. Points in the paint, we're ranked ninth. So we got to defend the paint as well. We're doing a good job in that. Uh, scoring points in the paint, we're ranked ninth as well. Free throw line, we got to get to the free throw line. We we are ranked. Guess where we're ranked in free throws per game? <laughs> Probably the lower half in the league, I yeah. imagine. <laughs> we're ranked 30th, which is worse in the league. I think oh. we're worse in free throw disparity as well. Yeah, so yeah, and you think about the Bulls game. The, the Bulls had 20 more free throws than us. That was some of the officiating too. Uh, the Cavaliers they had so many more free throws than us as well. Um, so we we gotta we gotta improve on that as well. Gotta improve on, on rebounding too. We give up too many um, second chance points. Second chance second chance points allowed. Where do you if you had to guess where do you think we're ranked with that? Second chance points, I would say twenty fifth or below. Yeah, we're ranked twenty sixth because you look at the Cleveland game. They scored. They got a lot of offensive rebounds against us um, and. I'm not just going to blame Gafford as a team effort, but we got to step up and rebound the ball. So those are just some numbers I found. And uh, like I said before, Math- Bennett Matherin, he's leading all rookies in points. So this could be a game where Johnny, Johnny could be, he could come into this game with a chip on his shoulder, looking at Benedict Matherin. Benedict Matherin was drafted before him. Maybe Johnny could have that mindset where he's like, hey, this guy was drafted before me. I think, you know, I'm better than him. Just some motivation, just putting that out there for Johnny. He could look at it that way. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, my keys to victory are <laughs> <Our> ball movement, <laughs> rebound the ball, um, especially with not having DeLon right in there. We're going to move the ball. we got to rebound the ball better. Get to the free throw line more. Feed Porzingis. Feed the unicorn often and early. Get him get him the basketball early. Get, a, get him the ball in the post, the high post to start the game off. I think we've done a really good job with that. He's knocked down a couple threes to start off the game. Um, start off the game against the Pistons. He had two threes. Had an alley-oop as well. Um, the two-man game with Brad and Porzingis. I want to see more of that. Take care of the basketball. Kuzma, keep getting downhill as well. Um, and like I said, just share the wealth. Um, especially, like I said, with DeLon right out there, not there. Denny, I want to see him get involved more on the offensive side of the ball and finish around the rim and finish his layups. Yeah, you hit all my points. You know, um, rebounding has to get better. 
free throw line, man, we have to attack the basket. We have mm-hmm. to get to the free throw line. That is just, we've got to get better with that. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chicago game, like you said, that was just terrible. Right. Um, But me, the biggest emphasis going into this game is defense, 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 especially transition defense. You know, like you said, they can run. They, they can run. You know, we have got to get back in transition. We have been bad with transition defense. And a lot of miscommunication on the defensive end. You know, a little on the offensive end, but the defensive end has been terrible with communication. You know, guys not rotating. It's just we got to get better because, like you said, this team can run. Like Halliburton is – <laughs> this mm-hmm. is the future of the league. He's a, he's a nice young player. Yeah, you know, he's he's going to get better. I mean, Halliburton is a good player, which, like I said, it hurts because man, he was right there for us, man. But you know, so like I said, you cannot take your eye off the prize with this team because they can play. You know, they're young, they're rebuilding, but never sleep on these teams because they have something to prove. You know, just like Detroit, you know, they have something to prove to knock out a perennial playoff team like us or a hopeful playoff team like us. They want nothing more than knock us out. So, uh, you know, I, I want us to come out there and, and punch them in the nose. You know, I want, them to, I want us to blow them out. You know, I want us to go out there and handle business. But it has to be, you know, defensively we have to step it up. And that's where leadership comes in. You know, with DeLon being out, you know, Kuz has to step up. Brad has to step up. KP has to step up and really take that lead to get these guys to really get that dog in them on the defensive end. You know, because Denny, you know, he's got that. You know, I'm not worried about Denny on the defensive end. And, you know, I clearly, you know, most games you're going to see him guarding the best player on the other team. And that's what you want to see because, to me, Denny's defense is that elite. Now, obviously, shots coming along, you know, but that's the that's the wonder about this this offense. We're not expecting him to score a lot. You know, we already got our scores. So, you know, defense has to be the name of the game. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what I like you said, when we get a lead, we got to keep that lead. We just got to put our foot on the next. And then maybe could West go with a big lineup where – Barton's at the one or Bill's at the one, Barton's at the two, and uh Kuz is at the three, where he's at the four, and then um Porzingis at the five. Or he could he could even go with a big line. If they if the Pacers play Miles Turner and Isaiah Jackson at the same time, or Miles Turner and Jalen Smith at the same time, he could play Gaffin or Porzingis at the same time. Or, you know, he could try to switch up and just get a little weird with the lineups with the lawn being out. Is Monte Morris gonna finish the game? Because Monte Morris. I don't think he's finished the game yet. It's always been DeLon Wright in the fourth quarter finishing the game and Will Barton. So is Monte Morris going to finish the game and, and be there in the, in the clutch time? So is Wes going to put him in there? You know, Wes hasn't done that. So those are the question marks, too. What do you, what do you have? You know, Bill, Barton, like I said, Kuz uh, at the four, Porzingis at the five. And who's going to be that three? You know, who, who, who's going to be that three? Would it be Would it be Denny? In the clutch, Denny hasn't been in the clutch yet. So it, it, to finish a game, so is Denny going to be there in the clutch to finish a game? So those are the question marks. The, the biggest question mark is, is the closing lineup. The starting lineup is intact, but who's going to close the game? Yeah, and that's funny that we mentioned that because on the broadcast the last game, they mentioned that. You know, it's, yeah. it's not so much about who's starting or who's finishing. And right. I, I laugh because we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you're, you're right. It's about who finishes the game. Um. I, I'm optimistic. I think, mm-hmm. you know, DeLon Wright is a big loss. It's, it's a big loss. It, you know, he's a key part of this team. But I think they will step it up because Indiana, you know, they're one and four. You know, we're a three and one right now. So they're they're rebuilding. They're still trying to find their identity. Uh, Miles Turner, I don't I don't think he's going to cause too many fits for KP because KP is a similar center. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's an athletic center. He can shoot from the arc. So I don't really see too many matchup nightmares for us other than 
the backcourt. You know, Buddy Hill can't shoot from high volume. So I want to see how well Bill gets on him. And Halliburton, you know, can Monte Morris really, can he kind of stem Halliburton a little bit? Because Halliburton can play. But, you know, Monte Morris is, we talked about, and that's another thing I'm going to bring up real quick. We talked about him, the potential for him to push the pace. Now, I noticed that, the, like you said, the, the pace, you know, what was it 22nd? Yeah, you're so, so it's not where we want it to be. And I noticed that he doesn't attack the basket a lot. You know, mm-hmm. he's starting to shoot better, you know, but he's been a key distributor, you know, just not really, <laughs> you know, that's just dish the ball. Off. So you think going forward that Monte can develop that part of the game as, as far as attacking the basket more and draw more fouls? I think that's just how he is. That's how he was with the Nuggets. He's a real steady Eddie guy. He can get guys in their sets. He doesn't turn the ball over. I think he's a really high assist to turn. Like he doesn't turn the ball over much. He has a good amount of assists. Um, but I, I do want to see him get downhill more. I do want to see him make it easier for guys like Gafford, um, guys like Porzingis, throw some lobs, get into the paint. Um, so I, I do think he's capable of doing that. And let's see with more playing time. Maybe with more playing time, he'll 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 get more opportunities to do that. Uh, with Delon being out because they're going to need him. I think he's going to have to finish the games now. So I think he's capable of doing it. We just haven't seen it yet. Um, so we'll see. I, I do want to see him get downhill and get to the paint more. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we roll tonight, guys, E, what's your prediction for Friday night? Friday night, I do have us winning. I have us getting the dub. Um, I have us winning – Let's see here. They play they play Saturday night too. They got a back to back. They play the Nets. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the Pacers schedule. Uh, <laughs> we play the um, we play the Celtics on Sunday. But to get back to your question, we're favored by five and a half. So I got us winning. Let me see. We beat them last time, 114, 107. I I see something similar to that. I, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with 110 to 102. I got this one by eight points. Oh, intriguing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I'm similar. I'm gonna go with 112 to 98. I think we keep it okay. out of the hundreds. Yeah. Does Johnny get the eight? Yes, I see okay. playing time okay. for Johnny, and okay. I see him. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and call it now. Okay, eight points. Woo! Yeah, man. <laughs> So, Johnny, come on, help brother out, man. <laughs> Greenberry Betterman, I like it. I like hey, it. Hey, man. Hey, you know, he's looking up to him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app. YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Again, like, subscribe, check out me and my guy E on Twitter and Instagram. And at, as you know, we will be reacting to the game Friday night. So tune in Friday night, 7:30. Let's watch him get that dub against the Pacers. Again, everybody have a good night and peace. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.